Hello, it's only me. I just wanted to let you know that in this episode there are potentially some mentions of me having a Patreon page where you can find all sorts of extended and bonus content by subscribing to my Patreon. Those comments now no longer apply because I have deactivated and deleted the Patreon page. It's a long story, but I do fully explain it in episode 8, so I'm not going to go into depth here. However, I will say that you can now get two episodes a week, one on a Monday, one on a Friday, instead of having to wait an entire week for a brand new episode. That being said, I hope you enjoy the episode that you're about to listen to. Bye. Hi, I'm Sean, and today I'm feeling brilliant because I'm recording the pilot episode to my brand new podcast, and I don't know what I'm talking about. intro could be uh, could use some some little a little bit of wd40 a little bit of uh, a little bit of work on the intro it seems a bit cheesy doesn't it hi i'm sean and i'm feeling good today I w- basically because the because the whole concept behind this podcast starting is to do with mental health and changing outlooks hopefully and trying to help people out i thought i'd thought it'd be a nice idea to start the podcast with a little bit of gratitude. So I thought it'd be like, hey, my name's Sean, today I'm feeling good, today I'm feeling... Or even just start the podcast by saying, you know, being honest. Today I'm feeling such and such, because such and such. So it might stick. It might not. We'll see. Anyway, my name's Sean, and this is a podcast called I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. And the reason it's called that is because I genuinely don't know what I'm going to be talking about today. Now, if you've heard the trailer, or if you've heard me talking about this on social media, then... <clears throat> you'll get a, you'll get the general gist of of what this is kind of about, but just to to give you a little bit of a uh, little bit little bit more insight into what into what this podcast means to me, into why I'm doing what I'm doing. Basically, look, it's 2023, and there is still so much stigma behind people, especially men, not opening up. I wanted to talk about their feelings or their emotions and it all gets pent up and it builds and builds and builds until it becomes something that is too much of a burden to carry and either they snap and have a breakdown or they snap and do something a lot more serious and tragic. I started this podcast to hopefully try and encourage people to open up and talk, just talk. Talk to anyone. Talk to your mum, your dad, your siblings, your partner, your friends, your you know, one of the one of the parents on the school run. Just talk. Just talk. Now, the whole concept of the podcast is that right now I don't know what I'm gonna be talking about today. I put a plea out on social media for people to send me topics and talking points and things to talk about. And I we got inundated with so many things. Uh, they've all gone into what I call the topic wheel, which is a wheel I will spin and it will land on a topic and I have to talk about it. Now, the idea behind this is trying to normalize 
unexpected and potentially uncomfortable conversations. Now, people, myself included, I am completely guilty of this, and it's a it's a completely human reaction. When someone isn't interested in something or doesn't like something or is made uncomfortable by something, they will take themselves out of the situation. For instance, you're sitting there with your mates, there's a group of you, the conversation turns to Wimbledon, for instance. I'm only saying that because I've got it on the television, on mute in the background right now. Okay, you don't want to talk about Wimbledon, but three or four of your mates do. So what do you do? You take yourself out of the conversation, you go quiet or, you know, go on your phone or something. I want to try and normalise people stopping that because one day someone might come to you with a conversation that they need to have for their well-being and whether that makes you uncomfortable whether that whether you don't want to talk about it you're going to have to acknowledge the fact that talking about it will really help this person out and maybe even save a life and I wanted to kind of get that across by turning it into like a game, like a challenge, make it more fun so that people can try it out themselves, become more comfortable with talking about things that they don't necessarily know is going to come at them and encourage more people to talk more openly about things that they might not necessarily want to talk about. Now, I could have explained that probably 10 times quicker, but because I haven't scripted anything, this is just me completely spitballing. I hope you at least get the gist of it. And maybe it's about time we spin this wheel and we hear today our first topic that we're going to be talking about. I say we, it is me. You can get in touch and get involved in the conversation if you have any thoughts, feelings, emotions on any of the topics that are uh, that are brought up today, then you can email me um, on don't know what pod at gmail.com. You can also send to me any questions that you have, any comments about the podcast, or any topic suggestions. If you want to send me some topic suggestions, I'll go ahead and I'll put them in the wheel. I also have a Patreon account that you can subscribe to. More about that, though, at the end of the episode. So today, episode one, for the very first time, let's spin the topic wheel. Turkey teeth! I don't know what this is. Turkey teeth. Right. Actually, I think I might have an idea of what it is because I remember who wrote it on my Facebook feed. So, like I said at the start of the podcast, I put a plea out on social media for people to come up with um, ideas for topics. Because, And the reason for this was because um, I, I used to do this podcast under a different name. It was called Sean Talks. Um, and I got, I, I don't want to say accused, I don't know if accused is the right word, but, um, basically because I sought out my own topics and I did purposely put topics in there that I wouldn't necessarily want to talk about. I didn't just go, oh yeah, these are all topics that I wouldn't mind talking about. So I'll stick them all into the podcast wheel. There were lots of things in there that I that I wouldn't necessarily want to talk about. There were things like I, w- I would just chuck in a list of all the countries in the world 
I couldn't tell you anything about Albania or Azerbaijan, but it was in there. In fact, I think when I did when I did the original podcast, I got Switzerland on one episode and Austria on another episode, and I didn't know what to talk about, and that was with a friend. Anyway, because back then, because I put them in myself, uh, some people were like, oh, you can just choose which topics you want to put in the wheel, and then you can just have all topics that you want to talk about, and then blah, 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 blah. it became a thing. So I decided to redo the podcast, relaunch the podcast, and make sure that all of the topics were given to me from outside sources. Now, when I think of turkey teeth, I'm immediately I'm just thinking of a turkey with teeth. That's it. Just so, like it, like I would imagine it's like some kind of cryptid. Like I, I, so, a cryptid is like Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster or Mothman or Sasquatch, well, Sasquatch or Yeti or you know, the, the abominable snowman, blah, 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 those kinds of things. These, so a, a cryptid is basically a um, an animal that is not officially recognized by science. So people say they've seen it, but it's not necessarily real, blah, 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 blah. I would imagine turkey teeth to be like a, like a weird kind of six-foot turkey human hybrid with like a turkey face and teeth but like human teeth could you imagine could you imagine an animal that stood six foot tall like a human covered in feathers human legs wings a turkey head and human teeth imagine that if there are any graphic designers out there or anyone that has any uh, that can use AI to create an image, then please, please, please get this image created for me. Send it to don't know what pod at gmail.com and I'll post it on the on the socials. I haven't even set up any socials for this podcast yet, but that won't take me long. By the way, if you do want to get in touch on any socials or anything or follow me on the Patreon, uh, everything will be in the link tree link that I will link in the podcast description. So, Turkey teeth. Now that we've got out of the way what I think it should be, what I actually think it is, is travelling to Turkey to get your teeth done. I think it's quite a popular thing with some people. Some people also get, like, hair transplants. Uh, they go to Turkey. It's supposed to be very good over there. Good value. Good. Uh, yeah, because I think a friend of mine... Well, definitely a friend of mine had their hair transplanted. Um, I will say his name on here. It's Joel Montague. But I will speak to him before this episode goes out in case he wants me to bleep it. But he was pretty public about the whole thing anyway. So he went and got a hair transplant in Turkey. It turns out it was cheaper for him to fly from Heathrow to Turkey, get a hair transplant and fly back home again than it was for him to get a hair transplant in Manchester in the UK where we live. So, yeah. And they did a really good job of it. He looks great. Like, he looks brilliant. And I think turkey teeth is the same as that. I guess, like, the likes of Joey Essex, maybe, have, has got turkey teeth. Or Rylan Clark. I don't want to make, you know, assumptions on these people, but I'm going to go ahead and do it and assume that they've had their teeth done. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't in Turkey. Who knows? I actually recently, just talking about teeth... I wouldn't mind actually getting my teeth done. And when I say that, I don't mean traveling to Turkey and getting them, you know, put, yanked out and then thrown back in with like 
bright white veneers. What I mean is, I recently purchased um, some high smile products, and this is not this is not a, a sponsor or anything. Um, it's literally episode one, guys. I don't have any sponsors yet. But if high smile do want to sponsor me, I'm about to big you the fuck up. Um, so high smile do a range of toothpaste which are crazy flavors when you think about it my the flavor that i have is mango sorbet and when i tell you it's the best tasting toothpaste i've ever had i it's no joke it's genuinely nice and like it doesn't leave you with like a fruity breath either like it's not really minty. Like you know how like sometimes, sometimes some toothpaste, if it's too minty, if it's like too strong, it can really burn your mouth and burn your tongue. This is really nice. It's, it's got that fruity edge, which is really nice. But then also, it it's got this freshness about it, but it's not minty. I really can't explain it, which is useless really for a podcast, isn't it? Um, I can't explain it, but. It's, it's it's really wonderful. And they come in these little uh, canisters rather than a tube, so you don't have to, like... You know when you... It's really annoying when you have to, like, roll the tube up and then really push the end of it to get the last few drops out. It's actually in, like, a sort of... Um, not aerosol canister, but a, a kind of small... It, I suppose it, you, you might call it an aerosol. It's like a metal canister, so it's no, no plastics. It's better for the environment, I guess. Um, I don't know. I'm no guru. I'm no Greta. But you you actually press a button on the top and it comes out rather than squeezing the squeezing the bottle. And I also have it's this powder. It just looks like a little tub of cocaine. Uh, um, and what you do is you dunk your you dunk your toothpaste into it once it's on the brush, and it whitens your teeth. And I've been using it for four days, and already I've seen a a marked difference. So basically, I've got one here now, a wonderful Costa coffee, which again is not product placement, but I endorse it. If you want to get in touch with me, Costa, I will advertise or any coffee companies. Hit me up. If you're a coffee company, we can work something out. Pay me. I love coffee. Coffee is my fix. I don't drink alcohol, but where I get my fix is caffeine. I love coffee. I drink so much coffee that over the years they have started to stain my teeth. This high smile product that i've started using bearing in mind i'm still classing this as turkey teeth content so just in case you're sitting there thinking it's not talking about turkey teeth anymore i kind of am because what i'm doing is i'm creating my own kind of turkey teeth but in my own house and then what i'll probably do is try and get invisalign a little bit further down the line straighten the teeth up whiten them up and i will look like i've gone to turkey and got turkey teeth um, but this high smile stuff is the first product I've used that has really started to take the coffee stain away from my teeth, which is just, it's, it's genuinely life changing. It, it means now that I can, cause normally I will smile to, uh, if I, if I'm going to smile at you, I'm just like one of the, I'm one of those people that kind of just does like a mouth closed corners of the mouth up kind of thing but now I will actually fully smile with teeth because I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable about myself which is great and this is another bit of gratitude that I can throw in today I'm feeling great because my teeth are looking better so yeah turkey teeth I, d- I, w- I wouldn't travel to Turkey to get my teeth done I wouldn't well I wouldn't go anywhere to get my teeth done um I wouldn't want I wouldn't want that kind of artificial you know like Ross from Friends where 
they glow in the dark and he goes on that date with a girlfriend who has neon lights for some reason because 90s so yeah turkey teeth not for me but you do you if it's for you go ahead go ahead i had considered a hair transplant before but i don't think i'll ever go through with that i am receding but i'm gonna recede with dignity i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go when i go Anyway, should we move on to the next topic? The wheel is spun. We're moving now from turkey teeth on to pharmacy. Who the hell put pharmacy? I don't I don't know a pharmacist who is friends with me or follows me or anything. I actually applied for a job at a pharmacy once. This was years and years ago. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea because I think it was a I think it was like pharmacy technician and i have zero qualifications in the in that area i know nothing medical i i basically was kind of i think i was about 17 18 and i was kind of sick of just working in a bar two nights a week so i was like i want a better job and i think i walked past a pharmacy near my near my now parents house obviously i was living there at the time I walked past a pharmacy and they were advertising a job in the window and I'm sure it was like pharmacy technician. I was like, I'm going to apply. So I went in, I got the paperwork. This guy looked at me like, you look a bit young. But okay, cool. You might be some kind of super whiz. And I applied and I never heard anything back. But I get, I don't understand what was going through my head to think that this is a good thing for you. You you are the kind of person that can, with zero medical knowledge at all, you are the person to be able to hand out prescriptions and give people the dosage that they need. Yeah, I think there would have been a, a bit of a a bit of a hike in uh, accidental overdoses had I had I ended up working there. It's like, how much of this should I have? Just keep going till the pain goes, which is actually really dark, much darker than I intended that to come out. <laughs> Just keep going till the pain goes. I've actually had quite a few experiences. Of, all right, tell me, again, get in touch. Um, don't know what pod at gmail.com. Is it normal for a company to just not reply if you apply for if you apply for a job there? Like I said, I applied for this pharmacy job and I had I had no right in doing that. I, I think I think I must have written on the application something like um, a, a D in maths. These literally my GCSE results. Oh, and I also did a BTEC national diploma in performing arts at, uh, at the at the local college. Just FYI, so I can I can perform, I can act as a pharmacist, but I really don't have the where and all or know how to be an actual pharmacist. Uh, so they didn't reply to me. I also. Uh, I was going to say, I was going to say, I auditioned. Uh, I also, um, also applied for a job at Sports Direct once. Uh, went for an interview. They actually did reply to me. Went for an interview, uh, which I was told on the phone would take uh, two to three hours, and I was in there for twenty minutes. So maybe, <laughs> first of all. This is Sports Direct. Sorry, I've gone completely off topic now with pharmacy. Sports Direct 
had spoken to me on the phone after my application and said, right, you're going to have uh, an interview. It's going to it's going to take two to three hours. I'm guessing there was going to be like an interview phase and then maybe like a retail questionnaire and then maybe they'd put me on the shop floor and maybe they'd show me around or they'd put me on the put me through the till or something to see how I dealt with that or whatever I don't know I don't know what that was going to entail but literally they took me into an office asked me about six questions and then said okay thanks very much we'll be in touch and by the way they weren't in touch so sports direct fuck you you cannot sponsor the podcast however that was a long time ago that was the best part of 15 years ago I'm not bitter if you want to sponsor me want to do a collab then fine however no didn't sports direct really treat their people badly during covid that's a f- you sports direct don't want any collabs or sponsorships from you don't need your money just as a as a, a kind of way to try and pull this back onto pharmacy again because i got a bit waylaid there um with job interviews and stuff my wife and i both have hay fever i don't know if you can hear it through the microphone but i actually feel a little bit bunged up today which is not ideal i sneezed literally about two minutes before pressing record on the microphone and it's the first time i'd sneezed all day so my wife and i suffer very badly from hay fever this is kind of like an advert in it in itself um because i really recommend people do this so if you suffer from hay fever you could really benefit from the hay fever jab there is an injection you can get for hay fever it's called kenalog if you google it and it's not so there are a lot of, there are a lot of like ifs ands and buts with this thing because it's not officially recognized by the nhs because i don't i, I guess maybe some people think it's a, a placebo or they haven't run enough tests or anything it's basically it's good enough that it's not illegal, but it's not good enough that the NHS will include it or any sort of respectable doctors. Basically, my wife and I get ours done at a beautician's in a town nearby. Do with that information what you will. That is the truth. Um, but it's it's gen- it genuinely works. It's genuinely very good. So what happens is you get a needle uh, into your bottom into your rump, into your derriere, because, so what happens is, they inject the kenalog into your bum, your gluteus maximus, it has to go into the biggest muscle in your body, which is the glutes, which are the glutes, grammar is very important, and so, what happens is, every time your body thinks, oh my god, pollen, hay fever attack, the, the substance is held in your muscle, for six to eight weeks and every time you have a flare-up it releases it so you don't have to keep worrying about taking tablets and shit and that's essentially what the injection does now the reason we decided to trust it even though we'd read done a little bit of reading up on it and it's not necessarily trusted by the nhs or any sort of gps but it is used and i only heard this from a person i used to work with so i don't even know how true this is it is used by the RAF because, and I don't know if uh, don't know if this uh, had ever crossed anyone else's mind because it hadn't crossed mine until I got told this. However, when you think about it, it's very obvious. Obviously, RAF pilots aren't necessarily immune from hay fever, but if you're going up into the air, potentially going into battle, flying a plane, 
shooting people, launching rockets. Last thing you need is a runny nose, bloodshot eyes, itchy skin, sneezing your tits off while you're flying your... I was going to say AK-47 then, but that's a gun. While you're flying your F-16 fighter or whatever the friggin' called. So, the RAF apparently use this drug, this Kenalog, this uh, injection, um, for their pilots. And so as soon as I heard that, oh, this is good enough for the RAF, it's good enough for me. So I started using it about three years ago, and it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. There we go. And that's what I'm going out on with pharmacy. Well, thank you for listening. Obviously, it's been very bumpy. I won't lie to you. There's been some iffy parts, stuff to work on. I think, I'm being self-deprecating here, but we'll live and learn, and I think once this sort of snowball starts rolling, it can only get, I think, bigger and better, and I'll get more comfortable with this situation. I've literally just been sat here for the past almost an hour talking to myself, which isn't a comfortable situation to be in anyway, even when you are talking about something that you want to talk about. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, like I said, you can subscribe to my Patreon uh over there, you will find uh, extended bonus content. Basically, when I record these podcasts, I record four wheel spins. This will be published with two wheel spins to the public. Uh, you can find on Patreon this entire episode complete with all four spins. If you wanted to, then you can follow me on Patreon, listen to those at your leisure. On Patreon, you will also find, once a month, I will upload a a version of this where I'm not just by myself, I am with a friend, and we are having a conversation, rather than just having to listen to me, you know, ramble on about nonsense. And finally, if you follow me on Patreon, you get a shout out on this main public episode. If you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you just want to talk to me about any of the topics that popped up on today's podcast, then you can email me on don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. All of the information that you need is in the description of the podcast. Click my Linktree link to find my Patreon and all my socials. Thank you so much for listening to episode one. And join me again next week when I could be talking about literally anything. Thank you.